Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We'd like to acknowledge the Shumash, Keech, and Tongva people, the traditional custodians of the land that we're recording this podcast on, and pay respects to the elders past, present, and emerging. Salad or Dali, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather. Together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Welcome to Weirder Together. We never do that. We never, like, welcome anybody. I'm Ioni so Sky. I'm Ben Lee. Hey. Hi. Birthday babies. We were both birthday babies this week. Sorry I didn't organize a menage a trois for your birthday, but I don't trust my internet shopping. Oh, you were going to do some internet shopping. Okay, that's, yeah. Well, you know, that's the thought that counts. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would love, that would be a kind of present maybe you would like, but instead I got you... You some got me some great shoes. Shoe, you wanted clothes and jewels. Clothes and jewels, baby. I'm a decadent man, but with simple tastes. The jewels are being held at a, a USPCS. No, what's it called? <laughs> a post. What's the what's UPS? The, no, uh, oh, post, USPS. Yes, yes. It's it's that's an, hard for the best of us. It's an inexpensive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the dyslexics among us are going to struggle with USPS, UPS. Some, yeah. Your jewelry was not the bling that you know. Hey, I'll be blinged out thinking of this imaginary <laughs> menage a trois that you were going to purchase on the internet somehow. I, I love, I love where your mind's going, and I love you and think. But we had great birthdays. We did, right? yes. So we've both. So people probably don't know we have birthdays a week apart. That's right. You're the fourth of September. Eight years apart, a week apart. Yeah, yeah. And um, and so it's a big month, and then Goldie's on the twenty fourth. Yes. So it just becomes these mega September these mega month of birthdays. Virgos, Virgos in the house. We. Uh, had a joint birthday party. Um, we we reprised our. We once had a karaoke live karaoke party. I used to when I was single have wig parties and big huge parties in this. I have an area, of, I AKA the loft in our in our house. You but call it that? I think I used. Who calls to. it? That? Okay, I've Listen, never heard that. I've been <laughs> at this house for so long. I literally have people sometimes say, "Remember when I used to live with you?" And I'm like, "No, I don't," because. There's a big area that it's a case study house. I think it used to be a garage and it's now just an amazing big space that's like a loft almost and it's awesome. And so I used to have like parties that used to be a painting jam. Now it's a jam room again. My mom said, are you having the party in that room? Because that's where she visualized the party. Mothers. You know, I understand the visual. I sometimes visualize. Mothers and their party visualizations. <laughs> I sometimes yeah. visualize a plan. And then when it's not what I visualize, I'm a little thrown. She and I said, no, it's not. Um, but it worked out well. But in any case, we had a live karaoke party. <laughs> That's possibly the least interesting detail of the entire party, that your mother visualized it being in a different room than we actually <laughs> had. It's, it could not be less relevant. Well, for okay. me, it's yeah. relevant because it's funny with with the parents. Like, you know, even though I'm a grown-up, when your mom says something, I'm I'm thinking, Am I do- should we have it in that room? And Ben, you're like, no, all my equipment's in there. And no, we're just... And 
And of course, so what's your take on our party? Well, we had Mikey Wells who, from the Silver Lake Chorus, uh, who I mentioned last week when we were talking about acapella records. He was the music director for the choir. He's one of those people who can play anything on the piano. Amazing. So we brought the piano out, set up a PA system. You tuned the piano. Got the piano tuned and got... It was it was a great mix of people because I feel like with all parties, you sort of randomly put a guest list together that you, you know, you forget some people that you should invite and then you invite some people randomly who you don't know why they pop into your head. And then there's the people who actually do come and don't come, which is like a totally another level of tarot being well, thrown we with the actually, whole combination. We, we had, uh, I feel like, crashers. I think someone said, I heard your party and walked in, which I love. Like, I love in the old days when I used to go to parties and I didn't even know whose house it would be. You'd sit, you'd be somewhere and someone would say, oh, we'll go to this party. And, and, and sometimes it would be like one of those sort of industry parties, but fun and, so, you know, it just... It had an element of a like old party that you would have go to in your 20s, like where it was. And, and but everybody had fun from young to old, from like people, successful people who I would think might have been thrown. to complete failures. To complete, <laughs> like, where are you going when from successful people nor- to-, <laughs> to, to normal real people? No, I don't know what the term is for when you. But say- I think the reason also we got from crashers commoners, was- <laughs> peasants <laughs> to celebrities. Um, no, I think the reason we got crashes too is for COVID safety. We opened up all the doors to the house. Yeah. So basically, the sound of the party was spilling I know, out. But into it's the karaoke. I mean, we had wet wipes for the karaoke, and someone was passing a joint, and I was like, it went from that part of the room to this and I'm like okay but that's wait, not very you got COVID. into the wet wipes that's sounding like it wasn't oh, like oh, an orgy or something no. it was just like for the microphone no for the mic sanitary I like, looked could the next them. day and there was one in yeah. the trash but so Mikey would play and he had a list of songs and then we had lyrics projected onto a TV flat screen in front of people and it was so fun um I'm trying to remember some highlights. We had our friend Nika Costa did Proud Mary. I love the girl. Ben also did his DJ dad bod. And then at one point, there's a girl who looked like she was dressed up like I'm going to say it wrong. Hiraku. What's the the Japanese cute um, term that like. (laughs) That like um uh, who who did songs of, no, about Stefani, that yeah um, Harajuku yeah she's that was Mal from Mallrat was, was so cute so there was one point where you were DJing and she and I'm was, playing her song I didn't realize that but I was like <laughs> oh my god you have like the DJ fan she's this really talented amazing um and she was dancing to her song and Aza- well, Azalea the- Banks did a yeah a, a, cameo on a it cameo but the thing is it. she was actually cheering for her own song okay. it wasn't she her which fandom is, was for her own which tune, is an, another awesome. new we talked about this t- now everyone can, you can like all types of music you yeah. don't need to be and now it's also you can cheer for your own stuff oh straight up for an australian to do that do you understand the psychological unpacking an australian artist has to do to dance to their own music Aww. the cultural baggage that has to be shared i, like I feel that. like on that night Molrat dancing to her own song with yeah. me DJing, she busted through the glass ceiling yes. the, of the tall poppy syndrome in Australia. No, I so. like you can but, cheer yourself. And she did a Taylor Swift song, You Belong to Me, and uh, Sophie Payton, who's Gordy, plays another name, Gordy. She played, we didn't, she sang We Didn't Start the Fire. That was great. Um, Alex Leahy did Hey Ya. Which was so cool because they're a gay couple and she said, lady, when she said, 
ladies. The ladies got a bigger chair than the guys. She got on her knee and all the people, like, it sounds like it was like 100 people. It wasn't 100 people, but all the sort of, she was like performing to the audience. She was rocking out, And she's so charismatic. And then Ricky Lindome and Di Gator did... uh, what was the song they did? They did Stay by Lisa Loeb. That, that was, was like nice. three steps too low. They were singing it in baritone until the last <laughs> chorus. Mikey pumped it up. Um, uh, Illuminati Hotties. She did. Oh, what was she doing? I'm get, I was pretty drunk. What actually. did Karis? My friend Karis did uh, Ooh La La. The that, Faces. Oh, yeah. That was so good. That was really she good. She was so good. Because both her parents are singers, and I've never seen her sing. And she has it in her blood. She was amazing. Yeah. And Alex Greenwald from Phantom Planet did I Want... No, was it that what he did? I Want It That Way? Or was it a Justin Bieber? I was. Uh, it was like one of those like sort of boy yeah, band yeah, yeah, types. Yeah, yeah. Like. I was anyway. sort of, at one point I was outside. Oh, and Sam Fragoso, beloved Sam Fragoso, the host of the podcast Talk Easy, which we love. He sang Dirty Work by Steely Dan, which there was like oh, text back and forth for two amazing. weeks leading up to it. And it was a real moment. That was and he, brilliant. And especially for a non-singer. And then we had other, like our neighbors, Emerald How does and Adrian. Dirty work? And, I just want to hear that song now. I fool to do your yeah, dirty, dirty work. work no more. Oh, um, so good, Anyway, it was a beautiful song. night. And then we got into, then we had a little dance party, which was awesome. So then we went outside and played drinking games. No, but it was so funny because, so this, this friend of ours, Brought somebody and so at, Kelly Oxford brings this British who's in singer, town British singer called Baby Queen. Yeah, and she and so awesome. Big it was so funny. So this is the night of the party where everyone's gone except for the last like five people. It's down to down to the hard. And then the cool kid who was walking our dogs or watching, not walking our dogs while we were having the party, comes in too. And so it's a small group. And then she's like starts with this drinking game. Baby Queen is like we're gonna play which is, King's Cup, which is like what you do at the beginning of a party. In college. In college. <laughs> so no one wanted to drink anymore because we were like super winding down. So we all had like a tiny bit of our beer left, thankfully. But we did this drinking game and I thought I'm not going to get into and it. And you put this bowl in the middle. I got so into it. Not the drinking part because like I said, this is where you're just like go switching to water, going to go to bed, whatever. But I, I got so into it. It was so fun because... It's sort of got like a sexy vibe because like, and this King's Cup, is that what it's Kings. called? King's Cup. That's what I said. I oh, said kink. No. <laughs> <laughs> King's Cup. King's Cup. But, so yeah, you lay out all these cards. I mean, probably everyone knows this except us. Yeah. Where Well, there was like a real, there was generational bridges in this party. This like we party heard was some fun. of the Some of the younger people, like, you know, Gab from Japanese Wallpaper uh, Australia. Now, there, there was all these Aussie music. Anyway, we I heard some of the younger people being like, I only want to come to grown-up parties from now on. <laughs> I love that our, our parties are thought of as grown-up parties. But anyway, so this is this game, I guess you lay out this bowl and cards all around, then everyone takes turn pulling cards and the cards all have things you do. So like, let's see, can you remember them? Two is um, for you. Yeah. Some of it's very like, it's like whores and men. It's very old school, like things you would never say. Okay, now, but let's say them. So, so funny. Two, let's see if we can remember Two it. is you, three is me, four is whore, the five whores, yeah, is- The whores, drink. Um, five is- uh, Alive, put your hands up. No. Was that right? Six. There's one where six you- Six is the dicks. 
Yeah, the guys. And then you to... get to, um, an- you have to an- make someone answer a question. <laughs> and my friend was like, did you poo? Like, that was a question. Oh, you have to answer And if you don't a answer with a, with a question, like if you say, you yes, drink. actually yeah. I did, then you have to drink. But it was funny because no one <laughs> wanted to drink. Or everyone was just sort of like going to drink their beer on their own. It was really fun, though. Yeah, anyway, it was great. And then, you know, woke up drunk the next morning still and uh, <laughs> went to the farmer's market and had a burrito. And what a great birthday we get. And you got me such nice presents. Aww. I love these One very is cool being pants. held in postage, but... That's the threesome? Again, yeah. the threesome. <laughs> I go there to the post office and it's... T- who would it be? One person. <laughs> well, it depends. I don't know. Were you going to be involved? <laughs> or if I, you what if I bought three people? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't involved either. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched. It's a performance. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. <laughs> and uh, the Queen died. Mm. So when did that happen? Was that between that our birthdays? That happened the day before your birthday. Yeah. So how do you feel about the Queen dying? Well, it's I'm complicated, a, right? Well, yeah, because I'm been you know deprogrammed. I've been you know the colonialism, the monarchy. It's sort of like mafiosa to even that's a nice way of putting it in some ways but yeah it's like watching the godfather or something it's like a full it's like a mafia family but you can escape into the fantasy of it oh and but i mean i cannot escape more into the fantasy of it than watching the crown or something well no before the crown i mean i found the queen extremely comforting i know so much about the royal family i've been an avid fan since i was a child and I also find it repulsive and horrific, the colonialism. And even though she did undo some of the things, Queen Victoria did some of the colonization, it's a token, yes? Yeah. I mean, it's so tricky when you look at essentially criminal enterprises and people that slightly reform them come off quite heroic. It's like but, the Republican Party that you have, right. you know, Mitt Romney or someone seeming like such a voice of reason right. in comparison to the Trumpers and stuff. But you go, but at the end of the day, he's still anti-choice. He's still, you know, yeah. there's like- I mean, do I like, think she's, her character was incredible? Like I've also been at parties in East Hampton or whatever, and I'm sitting next to like at Maidstone and there's someone who's uh, a woman from the Bush, Bush family, a woman whose last name is Bush. And we're talking about raising children and then I'm like oh my god she's from so it's hard it's like separating the artist from the art separating the colonialist from the colonization well because yeah. she's a colonialist <laughs> but I love colonizer I a guess, colonizer right? yeah. yes but I I did find her comforting well you like formality yeah be- yeah so you like the formality. I do I mean I think I don't know if it's you know what it's from but, but yes I, I, do, think I, think, that- I think that the queen and the queen's death is like the new mask in the sense that like people's projected so many attitudes and so many potent feelings onto this issue like when like the way they did with masks yeah you know what i mean we're suddenly masks masks like with covid oh covid like it seemed like the mask became a symbol of many bigger issues and i think the queen's death is a similar one where there seems to be a little bit of a divide culturally, socially, politically, between people who, you know, sort of ultimately, it's a bit of a wither wither against type vibe, I guess, you know. What does that mean, wither against? You're either with the queen or against the queen. I thought wither against was a term I didn't know. Together we're 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 we're
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, yeah I mean, I guess we project. It's like when you meet someone who's lovely. Like, I remember meeting um, Jemima Kirk's cousin. You know, I, like, had a crush on him. I didn't know him whatsoever. And then I went to Italy to meet my parents. And uh, I was like, God, I feel like I'm in love with this person. And my stepfather was like, you knew him for 10 hours. And he wouldn't be good for me. But we project so much, like, onto something as... Did you talk about this last week? No. No, okay. Or you were just telling me about it, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You probably love that story. No, I, I hate it. I do. I'm annoyed. Why? I don't Cause know. Because it's a nice Jewish boy like you. I don't you. want to hear about what could have been with oh, Jemima Kirk's cousin. I mean, not <laughs> even. He went to, like, date someone like Lizzie Jagger. Like, I was way too old and nothing happened and it wasn't. I'm Still, just talking all I'm, about. all I'm perceiving is just your rejection. I know. And just oh. the, like, that you. Well, I felt a little jealous of Mallrat dancing to your DJ set. Well, yeah, but that wasn't romantic. That was just creative. Yeah, and... but that's the same thing. I guess so. It's all sexual. I know. No, I, but creativity. I have had. I have had more. This was not. I've had know. more enmeshed relationships in my creative world, and you've had more in your yeah. romantic. Yeah, yeah. When we were Ben's a very faithful, you know, type of guy, but he would have these enmeshed female relationships, and he loves yeah, women. Yeah, collaborators. Collaborators, you know? yeah. and only one at one point. I was like, you've got to not. Can you not talk to this person for two hours a day? I get into that thing where like you're working <laughs> on a project and next thing you're like having 45 minute phone conversations about your feelings. And I'm just like, I mean, not feelings, not even feelings toward one another. It no, was just helping. Each other. Yeah. And, this and, and I was very like, confused and I brought it up like, I don't know why this upsets me and I don't want to be like weird or heavy, but it, it sort of makes me feel uncomfortable. And you were so amazing. You thought about it and you said, you know what? It is kind of weird that I do this. I've had a lot of kind of- But it wasn't friend- romantic. Like you, no. I was always like right there when you were talking. I've had a lot of friendships in general, I think with men and women, where just my boundaries have not been great. And I get- you know, all the way back to childhood. Like it's, I think it's just when something you spoke that, for your friend. Who yeah, when I stump, taught my friend how to talk. Stump is stump. Stump. Yiddish. What is stump? Nothing. Nothing. Stump. Nothing. But it's stump. one of those ones I never tell you because it's so cute when you say it. <gasps> oh my god! I can't believe I wrote a children's book about Yiddish and I mispronounced. I, I, no, but you didn't use that one. You didn't I use know, stump. but still. Yeah, you should be an expert. I mean, I put out a, a cute book on Yiddish, and then I got calls from people, like from universities, and or saying, "Can you do universities?" Well, or chill, whatever it was to me. It <laughs> you felt, wrote a book. For listen, it like, felt like that, and they were like, "Can you please can you give a TED talk?" Yeah, they were like, "Can you speak?" And I'm like, "I'm not fluent in Yiddish. I love." I knew a handful of words. My grandmother was not even fluent, semi-fluent in Yiddish yeah. and my grandfather. But, you know, I was like, I didn't even 
you know, anyway. I just like the idea that like Oxford or Yale no, are no. calling you in as the resident. <laughs> They're going to give you a doctorate as the Yiddish, uh, Yiddish expert. Princeton is now giving uh, le- people who make less than 100000 a year can go for free or something. Oh, is that true? I yeah. Don't That's like Australia. That. You can. My daughter is going to a fancy university in Australia that costs like less than $8,000. Yeah, well, that's how it should be. I mean, there's an argument that it should really cost absolutely nothing because it's it's for the benefit of, of society the, as a whole yeah, yeah, if yeah. people are educated and passionate and informed. So how was your – you went on a deep dive about squirting recently. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, this morning I was looking up female artists. Because was this to, during your threesome research? Or no, no, no. no separate, but, separate. like, I am I like doing deep dives. I was oh, looking up – God, f- I want it. I just want – I think we should painters. publish your Google search history. We okay. should we should set up a website. Well, this morning I was doing female artists because I like to remind myself that women have done a lot of things in the world. So anyway, uh, the squirting. So listen, so I um, I'm intrigued. It's never happened to me. I I I sort of so you know became a thing. Like now, not for for a while now, it's a thing. So there was this sort of porn star on a chat show podcast. I think there was some. There was like a, a, a porn that, actor on um on call. And Daddy she said people don't. It's it's not real. They just drink water. And then you know Howard Stern is like it's pee. And then people are like it's not pee. And then so I was like I I just was looking into it and someone so people say that it is uh it's more of a, like a release and it's a different thing. You have to do sort of a a sort of consistent motion, mostly like fingering. I think does it or whatever. And it's like a different feeling of an orgasm. It's like very released. I'm very like, I'm very open, but I'm also very like afraid and uptight in some ways, like I'm sure a lot of people. But now I've believed that it's a real thing and I still don't think it's pee and I've never done it. But before I die, I think it would be (laughs) while I'm dying. (laughs) <laughs> I think it would be something to achieve. Death by squirting. Just even just to get over your, you know, fear of letting go. Yeah, totally. I hear you. I know. I feel so. Uh, was I, that I hear... sexy? It's like not sexy no, conversation because it it's no, like it therapeutic. Sexy. Well, no, it's so interesting because it's like this urban legend that people have such strong beliefs about like there are so many women who say it's a real thing and it's just not understood and there's well, other women who say it's not real. a real thing I'm well so not like, a real thing meaning like they just drink water and they're peeing but i don't know i don't think it is i i think it's um some people i don't know what it is listen i'm a simple man just trying to believe women <laughs> and i don't know what to believe i'm hearing conflicting reports no here. i believe it's i think you should believe what i believe and i think I, okay. it's real straight up well because I, I also have friends believe. who've who've Who's done it squirt, yeah yeah abby chatfield believes in squirting oh, we yeah. were listening to her well her, her believes in squirting her <laughs> host um oh yeah does it and she was yeah. telling her how to do it there you go yeah so i don't know i mean it's like we're a year older we had a great party. We've celebrated. We're, are we any closer to understanding the mystery of squirting? Who knows? The queen has died. There are so many, you know, there's so many questions. A divisive time we're living in. Yeah, it really is. It's still divisive. And now that... Do you know what was good, though? Tell Can me. I just say, I we have been repairing some relationships that suffered during the pandemic where there was a divide with people like, cause you know, there was a very fractured and I mean, particularly in LA with sort of the more hippie 
people who they, they, it's not like they became Trumpers, but they were definitely like more in a state of distrust. And, yeah, yeah. And I think we were a bit more in the side of. And they Come got guys, sucked into yeah. uh, a sort of way of thinking. A bit more anti-science And or then whatever. we got sucked into, from their point of view, something, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think it's just sort of, I'm so tired of, particularly that we're, we're not talking about people that were like at January 6th or something, like at the insurrection. Right. And it's just sort of like, I'm so tired of arguing with people. And it's been a, a time of emotions being so raised and so heated that it was just nice. We've had a few friends that there's been reach outs and some people came to our party. And it happened sort know. of naturally, which is nice because I have one friend that I'm waiting for, like, um, to feel. I guess I want to make it. I want to. Now that I've had a couple of naturals, this is what I'm going to say natural kind of. Uh, let's live and let live. Let's not talk politics, but let's Let's just... go back to the old days of not talking about politics exactly. with people. <laughs> um, like, again, I'm going to talk about my Uncle Michael. I love what he said. He Did be- he believe in squirting? <laughs> we have a cousin who's um, like a Zionist or whatever. And most of us in the family are, on my mom's side, are like super like lefty, lefty yeah. New York Jews. And he's not. So my <laughs> Uncle Mike, he's talking, talking about nonsense, whatever. My Uncle Michael just says... I just have to interject. I don't agree with anything that you're saying, but carry on. So oh, he very like that. with no emotion, passion. Well, emotion, but no, and it was a good lesson because it's like you can just hold your, you know, views and try to kind of. I mean, it's nice to try to understand and and be in someone else's shoes and you know understand better than be understood. The, the that, dignity, the I think dignity. That's like a twelve-step thing. It's better to understand than be understood. I, I, I think Uncle Michael, in terms of the larger universe that's created within <laughs> Weirder Together, like yes. we have, you know, <laughs> we have our Weirder Together universe, and there's obviously there's a lot of people we talk about more than others. Well, there's you and I involved, and there's Goldie, who's like. Goldie's like our arty. If if we're like, you know, we're both Howard and Robin, like yeah. the two of us, we take turns with who's Howard, who's Robin. Um, Goldie's like Artie or someone like that, or like Ronnie the limo driver who uh-huh. comes in for special appearances. <laughs> but then there is this extended universe, like our whack pack. Yes. I think Uncle Michael holds, we're now picturing him. He's in a kilt. Yes. But he's got undies on. Yeah. He's a dignified lefty. Yes. Who's okay letting you know he disagrees. But in a calm way. And there was something else about him we've shared on the podcast about Uncle Michael. What was it that your mum was worried he was going to hear? Nebishi. Nebishi. But that's what right. does Nebishi, Nebishi really Jew. mean? Sounds like a nerd. Yeah, he's a yeah, little bit of a nerd. nerd. Smart. Anyway, anyway Smart. I just, I, I'm glad our universe, this extended universe, is it's growing. It's The details are coming out. The depth. At some point. Oh, yeah, Lisa Jeremonti was going to, I'm saying, give us your question. Oh, she had a question? Yeah, but she said she's a super fan. And oh, she yeah. was like waiting. And I said, we could take anything. <laughs> we'll take any question. We literally haven't not played a question. I and think- she's such a fan of my art and such an encouraging. She yeah. encourages me so much. So if anyone wants to send a question, the way we love to get them is by voice note. So just record a vo- voice note in your phone and email it to get at weirdertogetherpod at gmail.com. Voice note's the new thing. It's like my Goldie, does. she and her friends, they just do voice notes inst- instead of talking, which is so funny because... Sometimes they start bitching and they do voice notes and they're like, well, well no, I didn't. Because no one interrupts you. Yeah. So they do a voice note like, I actually didn't mean that. And I, and then the other one will, will you know, 
It's but they're really amazing. Do you know what's cool about it? It's sort of like a conch that the person talking gets to say their piece, assuming it's listened yes. to on the other side. Yeah. There's something sort of healthy about it, not interrupting each yeah, other constantly. Yeah, yeah. We'd be terrible at it. Yeah. We don't want to just monologue at each other. We love a little, you know, we love the sparks of interruption and Yeah, I do like asking you questions and hearing your answers. And then interrupting the answer, which is great. I mean, that's conversation. Yeah. All these 80s bands are playing right now, maybe. What's the thing? So like UB40, oh. Duran Duran. Sorry. Tell I, me, interrupt. No, Go. No, no. <laughs> I had something I did want to talk about that we are we can't announce it just yet, but we are very close, probably next week. We're going to announce the first project on the Weirder Together podcast network that's not our project. Yes. So we've been kind of developing a bunch of stuff and we're going to start sharing it. And the goal of it is sort of that if you like the Weirder Together extended universe, including Uncle Michael and Goldie and everything. Well, we've a, got some really good yeah, shows Yeah, we've got some really good shows. Really so, good shows. So next week, I think we're going to launch, there's going to be a little trailer for that. Yeah. And, we're gonna, and I'm really excited about it because it's sort of this thing we've been working on. I sometimes have a hard time working on things in secret because I just love talking oh, about I them and too. sharing. So. I know you too. But back to 80s bands, you were saying. Oh, yeah, no, just a lot of bands. Why are a lot of bands playing right now? Is it because it's a post-COVID like, thing where I know that the it's hard to get in and, and get, get on shows. Sorry, yeah, because all the... But is it because it's now an opportunity or it's just like now UB40 and Duran Duran and certain bands are at that time where they they're just ready to do another tour. Yeah, I don't know. I think the cycle of, you know, it's like I went to see Pavement the other night. Yeah. They're on a cycle. You know, you get older as a musician and you're if you have a like a band that's a brand sure. like that, you can every five years or so, you can kind of cash in and get out there and yeah, yeah, make yeah. a little money for running the band and play for, and also just play the song. Oh, I like seeing John Taylor. Someone pointed, John Taylor, who's a friend, a friend of mine, I don't, you know, I used to hang out with him a little more. And if you told me when I was a kid, I would know him. I would have like eaten my hat, as they say, because I would have been like, what? He looked so like he was really enjoying and interacting. It was really nice. And now I look at everyone's outfits because you tour and I'm like thinking of like looks for you. I love it. And me and Goldie for your birthday were just like try to get you little things. Oh, my God. I got such good <laughs> For stage your clothes. stage Dude, clothes. I got a belt. When this, I, I, it looks good. I almost have to but write. I, I have to write a whole concept album around this belt. Firstly, it's so big. It's beyond extra large. It's the so sense of it, weird. I need to get it, take it to a leather worker, and get it shortened because the first hole. It almost hole, looks like a joke, which is funny. Like, and I'm not kidding, and I'm not. Being, it's for a biker. It's like a huge, but it's pink <laughs> and leather and stuff. It's really well made. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's so good. But we're gonna get it. But I need to craft a show You're not around that this belt. Big DJ. Dad bod. No, exactly. It's yeah. it's still save that for a few incarnations. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking maybe I will end this app with a little tidbit of the song I sang at karaoke the other night. I opened up proceedings with a cover of Mr. Brightside by the Killers. Oh yeah, Romy sang Romy sang Anarchy in the UK. And that was really beautiful. That's right. That was she, awesome. That's she's a I punk forgot. singer anyway. She is. She's a great. So punk. you're gonna end it with your one. I'm just gonna put a little bit of it, little okay, tidbits for okay. people for all that you know. No one else's. Does <laughs> well, no, mainly because I thought it was a bit presumptuous to play anyone else's. Oh, you'd like, have to ask. Yeah, it's sort of. When, I I always think when people are just having fun and off duty. Yeah. I don't like even Instagram now. Is it's 
when people are filming something, you do go, okay, it may end up on social media. But I think it's another leap to like use an audio recording yeah, yeah, yeah. of like professional musicians and go, hey, this is a little, you know, yes, bootleg. No. So anyway, I just thought I'm, I feel comfortable sharing it. So. I do too. Anyway. <laughs> this is for you, beautiful babies. This is for you, beautiful this babies. This is for you. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to this and just imagine that mail order threesome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have you ever Googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at Aura.com safety. That's A-U-R-A dot safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.